You're listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Making Business Profitable podcast with profitability experts Dave Kapkowitz and Mike Watkins. Coming at you from 5,675 feet in lovely Golden, Colorado. My name is Dave Kapkowitz and I'm here with Michael Watkins living our mission statement to impact lives through improving business performance. We accomplish this by coaching, speaking, and educating so you can live your best life. Good day, Dave. Good day, Dr. Watkins. How you doing, buddy? I don't know. When you start calling me Dr. Watkins, that means something's coming. <laughs> I start getting concerned. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I was at dinner with some dear friends the other night. And uh, we were talking about EBITDA growth system. I said, what is EBITDA? Is that a vegetable? Is that a veggie or something? And I said, kind of. Kind yeah. of. It's, it's, it's like eating a vegetable for your business. It's good for your business. Uh, yeah, EBITDA just, is really good. It's whatever green vegetable that you like for your business. It frees you right up, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, if it frees you up, if you need freed up. You're saying you'll be crapping profits. <laughs> Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I really don't know where to go from here, Uh, but uh, uh, profits will come out. EBITDA equals profits. I like it. I like it. So there you go. So I thought that was the funniest thing I'd heard in a long time. Uh, I um, have to use that one going forward. (laughs) What's EBITDA? It's it's a vegetable for your business. Type of vegetable. It's a veggie. We're the the veggie growth systems. (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, So what are we talking about today, Michael? Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, the, the timing is, is uh, our last podcast, we talked about the fact that, uh, wow, it's, it's, it's March already. And um, so if you had goals and objectives for 2023, um, where were you at on those goals? We got some feedback that, like, I didn't really do goals. And uh, that's, that's, that's really problematic for you and I when we hear mm-hmm. – a small and medium-sized business owner say, I don't really do goals. And so there's a GROW model, and it's G-R-O-W. It came out of a consulting firm in England, actually. Um, but it's a fantastic model, and I thought we would walk through that model for the audience so they can understand um, not only the importance of goals, but how how you, you go about achieving them. Yeah, I, I appreciate this. We've talked about this no less than 20 times since we've known each other. And uh, it's it's a very, very great, very, very good model that is, I think it's easily understood. Yeah, so, yeah. So go ahead. What's the G? So, you know, I, I want to give these folks a picture. Yeah, why don't if you, you do if that? You, if you had a circle and the true north on the circle is a G for grow, I mean for goals, mm-hmm. and then at... Uh, Three o'clock. Three o'clock, you're going to have an R. Mm -hmm. And the R stands for your current reality. Mm -hmm. And then at six o'clock, you're going to have an O, which is your opportunities. And then at nine o'clock, you'd have will. So let's go through each one of these if you have that word picture in your head now. So when it comes to goals, Dave, um, you have to articulate your goals. And they need to be articulated in a smart fashion. Right? Um that's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Smart goals. Yeah. And if you articulate your goal and it's not time-bound, 
then you can see. It doesn't see really it. happen, does it? Right. It, you it can just have, sits there and lingers on the shelf, and you talk about it once a year. Right, right. Or, or if it's not specific enough, if it's huge, mm-hmm. then you're boiling the ocean, and then you get discouraged, and you don't. So Then you do one year ten times instead of ten years. Totally. So this whole idea of articulating the goal is important, mm-hmm. um, and you have to get it right. Um, you, you, um, and so making it a smart goal is how you get that right. So what happens after the goal then? You have your current reality where you are. So it's you look at this is where I want to go. I've established a smart goal, and this is where I am today. And you have to, and everything is around understanding those two points. Totally. So that's, you have, and you need to be realistic about your current reality. So you can't say, well, you know, I'm certified. Well, I'm not really certified, but the paperwork's done. Well, half the paperwork's done. I haven't really hired a consultant to come in or, or a firm to come in and certify me, but I know what I need to do. Then you're not certified. Right. But right? I'm committed to be certified, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. And that's not the same thing. But are you, though? Is it on right. order? Have you cut a PO for somebody to come in and certify you? So it's it needs to be really, you have to look in the mirror. And, and that's what we are for a lot of people. We're a dust-free mirror. You have to have a dust-free mirror, uh, and you have to lean into somebody that knows you and knows your organization. So this is really where you are. Yeah. Because yeah. so, if you aren't honest with yourself, you can't establish the distance between your goal and your current reality. Yes, and that is that tension between your goal and your current reality um, is you're going to want to resolve that tension. And the way you resolve the tension between your goals and your current reality um, is to identify opportunities to close that gap. And so, you know, like Dave said, if, if you don't, if you're not honest with yourself about what your current reality is, then you you're not going to have the right tension, and you probably reach for the wrong tool to That's close right. that gap. That's right. So, it, you know, for us, we we uh, we have a client who starts the year off with some financial goals, operational goals, and so on and so forth. And then, uh, you know, part of our onboarding is to establish the current reality. That's right. And they don't even know that that's what we're doing, so they're honest. They, they just sing like a canary, right? <laughs> they do. Um and then we show them, hey, these are your goals. This is your current reality. This is the gap. You're going to close your gap with five plans. Yep. Sales, marketing, finance, operations, and management. And uh, But that's at a macro level. On a micro level, you have an individual goal. Then it, it would look different. You know, mm-hmm. So you have to identify, is it training? Is it? networking i mean what do you need to do to close that gap so you're getting really close to the opportunity part walk us through how where opportunities what role that plays in this gap um the opportunity is is the tool that you use to close the gap so you know if you have done a poor job of identifying the gap you'll pull out a a screwdriver when what you really need is a hammer right um so uh the opportunities um that doesn't work very well. For those who have worked with screwdrivers and hammers or those who haven't, it doesn't work yeah, very well to use a screwdriver as a hammer. And this, you know, again, this is like the dust-free mirror, though. You you probably don't want to be identifying or trying to solve the gap by yourself. I mean, this is a team sport, right? That's right. So you have direct reports on your team that may want to weigh in. Um, there, there are people in your trade organizations that 
may want to weigh in. You may read um, trade magazines, but there are different ways to uh, come up with the opportunities for closing the gap. That's right. And then what's last? Well, you have to have the will. I mean, it's, uh, I went to school to be, I wanted to be an engineer. I, I've never told this story to you, but I wanted to be an engineer. I had a scholarship to uh, play ball at Penn State and, uh, and go there. They were a great engineering school in the 90s. I think they're still good engineering school. And uh, I was looking into it, looking into it, and I went the machining route. Life happened, and I, I became a tool and die maker instead. Yeah. And when I look back, I don't, didn't, do I know a lot about math? Do I understand engineering? Yeah, people would call me an engineer based on a lot of the stuff I know. But do I really have the will to go through all those calculus and whatever imaginary math classes that they make up for engineers? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so many of them, right? I don't, I don't know. I'm an Englishman. I, I, my, my son's an engineer, and he was telling me how one doesn't really equal one. And two doesn't really equal two. And I'm like, just be quiet. I don't want to hear about it. But I don't have, currently, could I go back and do that? Yeah. But do I have the will to go back and get an engineering degree? No. I have no desire. And I'm good doing what I'm doing. I don't have the will to go back and do that. So if you have a goal and you know where you currently are and that gap is just too big for you, Say you're, I'm just going to pick a number, say you're 85 years old and that gap is a six-year growth model for a business, do you have the will to go back into serious grow in a a grow state of business? And that's a lot of late nights, early mornings, 24-7 kind of stuff. You may not. You may not have that. Or it's like I may be 39 years old. I just bought my first business and... I want to get to two million dollars in revenue, because I'm because I'm not there right now. Do I have that? Do I have that will? Well, if you do, you can definitely do that, right? Yes, and this is this is how you you end up with really good goals and objectives for your company is if you work through the grow model up front. Um, if that if that gap between your current reality and your goal is too great, like you said, Dave, then the opportunities are going to be really hard work. Mm-hmm. then you may not have the will to close that gap. And then that's not a good goal. Don't start the year out with a goal like and, that. And this, this gets me fired up. Um, I was part of a company. In fact, I was a partner in a company. We spent thousands and thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in developing goals every year. And those goals set on the shelf. I, I was a financial partner. I wasn't local. Those goals set on the shelf. We, we talked about it every once in a while, but we didn't really have the will to go execute those goals. Yeah. We wanted those goals. We really wanted the result of those goals. You yes. know, the yes. better life it provides for our family and the families that are working with us. But we didn't have the will to pull out that book or pull out that plan and hold it up and go through it a couple times a week to make sure we're staying on task, post it up on the wall, drive drive the business in the direction we chose to drive it in. Sure. We didn't have the will to be organized and stay strategic and execute on our plan. Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is very few companies are. That's oh. and that's why I bring it up. I yeah. mean, I, I guarantee you somebody listening to this podcast today knows how that feels. I set a goal, and you know, doggone it, 
it's like New Year. It's why res- New Year's resolutions don't work. I'm going to lose ten pounds this year, and here comes June. You're, you didn't lose ten pounds, but you gained ten pounds because yeah. going to the gym isn't fun, especially when you first start going to the gym. You don't know anybody. You're going, and it's a lot of work. Well, that's why you know we feel like it's so important for you to articulate the goal. That's right. Even for personal goals, if you tell your significant other, or if you tell your boys that you golf with, hey, this is what I'm going to do this year, then um, and they're the kind of guys that we're going to keep you hold hold you accountable to them. You're more likely to accomplish them. First, you said it, you said it out loud, Mm -hmm. and then they're like, okay, do you want us to hold you to that? And he's like. Yeah, I have the will to get this done. Then we're going to make it unpleasant for you if you. And that's kind of how we approach our clients, too. Like, are you sure about this? Because if you tell us, we're going to be water dripping on your forehead. Well, I mean, one of the one of the wonderful things we're blessed to know er, or blessed to have is the amount of experience in so many different industries that we have between you and I. And if somebody paints a picture on the wall and say, this is where I want to get. Between you and I and the few people that we know and the people that we work with on a daily basis, we know how to get you there. Yeah. So if yeah. you paint a goal where I want to grow a company from $1 million to $100 million, we can tell you how to get there. We understand acquisition. We understand M&A. We understand how, how things go, what has to happen, and what order to get you there. But if you don't have the will, because that's a long road to hoe. Oh, gosh. The... Uh the I mean, exposure, the exposure, the cash, the yeah, yeah. Uh, I, just the leverage you'll have to come up with. What happens in that in that process is tremendous. But if you have the will, you can do that. Sure. But sure. if you only want to get to five or six million dollars in revenue a year and you want to kind of camp there and have fun. Looks way different. That that's something we can get you there, too. So that's why you articulate. It has to be a smart goal. Yes. Yes. And if it's a smart goal and you chew on it for a minute to where you don't just throw it on paper but you really chew on it and have a good discussion around the goal and you have accountability around it, we can get you there. Sure. And that's also why you don't start the year off with 13 goals and let's knock them off. I mean, you, it's just not going to happen. You start the year with maybe one great big goal or maybe mm-hmm. two to three goals. And that's it. I mean, you. otherwise, it, it's probably smart, you know, it's probably – part of a smaller goal or something like that you're right you're right it's uh i subscribe i'm not a fan of this individual but i can't take any of his successes away from him i subscribe michael Michael jackson um no big fan big fan uh no no bill belichick he doesn't give his people 30 things to do he said concentrator needs three things period and he says do your job do your job three things you got three things to do do your job yeah and that's how it is and the reason he's been successful in his career is Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom would say that, but he's had success with other with yeah, other yeah, things yeah, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Son of a buck. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a Patriots fan, but I can't take success away from anybody. Yeah. And and when you focus on something, that's achievable. Three things is achievable. Sure, sure. Because you're is. not setting. I'm not sitting here saying I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not sure if all you guys have seen me, but that's probably yeah. I could. If you give me a number of days, I can get it done. Hey, could you uh, sign that insurance contract <laughs> before you uh, before you do that tomorrow? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Mike's taking extra insurance <laughs> out on me because he's having me run down the road. Actually, yeah. I keep wondering why his truck is following me <laughs> walking on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> it was an accident, I swear. Yeah. 
No, this girl model is so powerful. I mean, each element is really important. The goal setting is really important. Identifying the current reality is really important because you got the gap's got to be accurate because if you don't have an accurate representation of the gap, you're going to employ the wrong tool to close the gap. And then finally, you know, if it's a huge goal, man, you better have a lot of will. That's right. That's right. Right on, Mike. Right on, Dave. If you enjoyed this podcast and you're in manufacturing and you want to learn more about what we do, go to our contact tab at ebitagrowthsystems.com, E-B-I-T-D-A, growthsystems.com, and I'll be reaching out to you personally to see what we can do for you. You've been listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Podcast, making business profitable. 